Hello, and welcome to the homeschool planning period. We have the pleasure of being the first set of parents to raise children in the digital age. Yay! Yay. It's, Yay. it's hard. It's, it is hard. And the struggle is real. This is Tamu. And this is Kim with tips, tools, and tricks while quarantine teaching in 2020. Today we're going to talk through the trials and tears we face when dealing with our children and electronics. I wish it were as easy as saying just get rid of them. But the fact is we're in a digital age and technology is not going away. In fact, the use of technology continues to increase. And now with COVID-19, where some kids are expected to sit at a computer for school from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., it's a very difficult thing to manage. Absolutely. I mean, it has been difficult and it probably will continue to be a challenge. I've read books, articles, attended many workshops, and watched a few scary documentaries. Guys, too much screen time for children has a negative effect on their brain. So... Let's break it down a little bit. Most of us have probably already heard about dopamine. This is a chemical that our brain releases to tell us that something feels good. Now clearly dopamine is a necessary chemical because God designed our body to produce it. And it actually is. You know, it, we use it for, you know, to aid blood flow, digestion, executive functioning, heart and kidney function, memory and focus, motor control. However... It is also released when people gamble, smoke, drink, take drugs, get likes on social media, or reach a new level on a video game. Yeah. Help us. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. So God designed dopamine for our good. And just like right. we have to manage our intake of alcohol and other things, we have to also manage our intake of technology. And manage that production of dopamine, you know, not get too, too attached. So let's face it. The real world is nowhere as exciting as Instagram, Fortnite, Snapchat, or League of Legends, you know, what they seem to be. But the real world is where we must live. So it's our duty as parents to help our children manage their intake of technology and hopefully when they leave the nest, um, they won't depart from this knowledge or, you know, leave the healthy habits. We have to make sure they're aware of the dangers and try to train them to use some self-control while dealing with such an addictive tool. Absolutely. And let's be specific with what types of screens we're talking about. We're talking about smartphones with the social media apps, computer screens and TV screens that are used for video games. Let's also talk about the age range that we're focused on. We're, we're thinking upper elementary to high school. And we're assuming that for this episode, parents are more readily managing their children's intake of technology for the younger ages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's look at some scary statistics from the internet. Um, so too much screen time may lead to sleep problems, lower grades in school, um, having your having the desire to read fewer books, less time with family and friends, not enough outdoor or physical activity, weight uh, or mood problems, poor self-image and body image issues, FOMO or the fear of missing out, less time learning other ways to relax and have fun. 
Yeah, and you know, I've read an article um, in Psychology Today. It was titled Parenting in the Era of Addictive Electronics. And I'll quote, the evidence is mounting that screen time and electronics function like hard drugs for our kids. According to Dr. Victoria L. Dunkley, screen time, particularly the interactive kind, acts like a stimulant not unlike caffeine, amphetamines, or cocaine. The dopamine released by the stimulation of electronics hits children especially virulently because their cerebral cortexes simply aren't developed enough, enough for them to feel satisfied with small doses or to self-regulate. And it goes on to say it's also not realistic to expect a child with still developing frontal lobe to control their screen time. Whether that means managing how long they play a game, how they use or misuse social media, or how they behave afterwards. Mm. So there you have it. We have to help them. Yeah. We have mm -hmm. to help them. So a yep. key part of parenting today, which, you know, didn't exist when we were growing up, includes managing and helping them with the screen time. So at the Melton House, we tried to delay the kids getting a smartphone for as long as possible. Um, but around ninth grade, um, we, you know, they started, our oldest was hanging out with friends more. Um, and we needed to be in contact and figure out where they were, what time they needed to be picked up, uh, how they were going to get home. It was definitely more convenient for us for them to have a smartphone so we could text back and forth. They, um, they can check their emails from their coaches and their teachers. And even so we could, quote unquote, see them on Life360. It's a little GPS uh, location app. But that convenience certainly comes with a price. And the prices, you have to monitor what they're doing. All the time. Mm. Well, you know, we, we held out as well. We gave um, our eldest her smartphone in the ninth grade as well. We didn't give her social media until she was 15, and we only allowed one. And then we allowed another one when she turned 17. We did this, we're doing the same for Josh. I mean, listen, we get it. Being the technology police sucks. It's not fun. And I would often tell them, you know, look, your digital citizenship matters. So if you're not able to like announce what you want to text or post on, you know, the microphone at church, then don't do it. Um, and you know, they pressure us, they pressure us. They say they're the only ones who don't have, they don't have a phone. They don't have this social media, some Xbox games, switch PS, whatever, right? They're the, they're always the only ones. And this is the only way they can connect with their friends, you know, <laughs> but you know, we, we, as parents, we have to definitely just be, we have to be conscious and we have to make that conscious decision to do what's best for our home and what we think is best for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's easier if you find a community of people that share your values and that helps your children find friends in that community and helps support your belief system, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, choose your village wisely and lean on your village. Yeah. And, and so. children can support each other inside that village, right? They can vent to each other and exchange horror stories about how strict their parents are. Um, and it's comforting you know, in some ways mm -hmm. to have friends to vent to who won't judge you. Right. They're going through the same horror of, of living right. in such a strict home. Right. Exactly. And, you know, the consequences of poor device usage 
is a part of the monitoring. So taking away devices for severely limiting their use or severely limiting their use is a direct consequence for being on the device for too long. Um, you know, being on an app or website, that's not allowed. So, or practicing rude behavior on a device, you know, or even if they just look at you funny, maybe you should just take the phone away. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's tiring, it's tiring, it's tiring to take the phones away. Um, mm-hmm. It's tiring. Um, you have to remember where you put it, uh, where you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, my kids, you know, have a, a neat way of finding the phone and using it on the sly and replacing (laughs) thinking that they're replacing it back without us knowing it's just exhausting it's tiring yeah yeah it it definitely is i mean don't get us wrong technology it is a wonderful tool and our children should absolutely know how to use it but not misuse it so the little people can't be in a bubble we have to make them aware of the dangers that are out there and also monitor their devices for ourselves to make sure that they are staying within the boundaries that we have set for their protection. There are several parental controls such as Bark, NetNanny, to name a few, um, that assist with this monitoring. Uh, We're going to post several links to our website that you may find helpful. These links will include screen time recommendations for different ages as well um, from the American Academy. Academy of Pediatrics. <laughs> right. Uh, so this they have a they have a really cool tool on their website where you can create a personalized media plan for your family. Okay. Very that, cool. That's very cool. That's helpful. Um and, and so this digital age is again our reality. So we're gonna have to learn to take extra steps to parent within that. So consider making some very clear rules for the usage of technology, such as no screen time after 8 p.m., for example, for middle schoolers, or only so many hours of screen time for the week. Um, And if they have been on the computer for schoolwork, you know, all day, you know, maybe that's their screen time. And they're going to have to get creative with the remainder of the day. You can even mandate that you only get screen time as a ratio of you know, the time doing other things such as walks in the neighborhood or playing with Legos or, you know, cooking or cleaning. Um, So given what we know now, you know, more screen time should only be an option with a balance in other parts of their day. Absolutely. And if your kids have not been operating with rules on their screen usage, it will definitely be a challenge to change things. The detox will be a really difficult stage, but you can do it. Talk and pray with your spouse, bring it up in the family meeting, and just push through. Yes, and, um, you know, we struggle with it as well. Uh, We get it. Um, Our kids get angry when we tell them to stop playing a video game or when they, you know, they think they should have more time or what have you, or we confiscate their phone. Um, so disappointment or irritation, you know, may be okay, but anger can indicate that the constant dopamine fix that they were getting has been cut off. Yeah. And, you know, we, we all definitely need to implement some methods to manage not only the detox, but life in general. I have a set of sweet friends, Rain and Sky Jarrett. These precious sisters focus on teaching steps that enrich life with daily mindfulness practices. You will find a link to their website on our website. 
they have free resources available which will be beneficial especially after you hit the reset button on the screen time mm -hmm. yeah so yeah we don't know it all and we are researching and implementing along with you guys so hopefully we can be a part of your village in this journey i'm sure we're going to be talking about uh some of these things more in detail um on later episodes there's just so much to talk about on this topic and yeah, and we're looking to get Rain and Sky on the show as well. They seem to be very inspirational. But now it's time for our suggestions in our list of seven. Our list of seven. So number one, right off the rip, make sure your children know that you are in charge of all devices in the house. You are free to check email, text, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever. That means you know the passwords and you set the screen limits and they should be grateful and they should say thank you. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> yep. no devices in the bedroom. No TVs, Xboxes, Switches, and they definitely should not sleep with their phones charging in their room. Phones should be charged outside their room to promote sleeping. Number three, as much as you can, try and have meals together as a family and never allow electronics at the table. This time of communion should be used to talk about your day, week, events, dreams, whatever. Human interaction is the goal. Number four, schedule walks with each child as well as family walks. Observe and appreciate nature. You may even encourage your children to bring a sketchbook camera. You know, the old time one where you have to the film after. One of those. <laughs> Number five, have tech-free car rides. Use this time to listen to a podcast together, an audible book, or simply just talk. Number six, be sure to create a contract for media use. Include in your agreement what the phone should be used for as well as what it should not be used for. For example, no cursing on text or no searching for porn. Number seven, more is caught than taught. So model the same behavior. I would highly suggest scheduling a family movie night and watch the documentary Screenagers. The link to rent this is on our website. Well worth the 60 minutes and the $10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're going to definitely expand on some of these in yeah. future episodes. Absolutely. Parents, do what you can handle one step at a time. But as uh, Martin Luther King once said, just keep moving. Yes. So please email us with your questions or your progress at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at the Homeschool Planning Period. Period. Check out our website at www.thehomeschoolplanningperiod.com. You will find links to all of our social media there. And please remember to like and share this podcast. And thanks for listening. Well, this episode is in the books. Until next planning period, keep washing your hands. With soap, now mask up and meet the teacher you want your child to have.